0: Matthew. I'm Marty.
1: I'm Carlos.
0: And we are the Heroes 3. to Heroes 3, the bi-weekly podcast where three friends explore the best, worst, and everything in between in the world of Asian cinema. And this week, we're continuing to look at the Lucky Stars series from the 80s and directed by Sammo with 1985's My Lucky Stars. Which is the second in the series, and stars a lot of the same folks from the previous movie, and has a lot of the same plot as the previous movie. We'll get into that, though.
2: <laughs> yeah, man, this movie is such a blast and i feel like we kind of describe winners and sinners as sammo kind of getting into the swing of like a contemporary hong kong comedy and kind of making some of those rules um through the film and here we just kind of see the next stage of that evolution um, mm. you know even more confidence i think a better handling of how to use kind of the cameo players and then, really retaining I think a lot of what was working about the first movie,
1: yeah, I think that winners and sinners could almost be like a i don't know like a dress rehearsal for this film in a way, yeah, you know totally um, I also feel like I was trying to think about this, and we'll get into it as we cover the uh the next film as well, but I almost feel like there's like this uh ratio like you have so many a lot of points that you can place into these slots one of them is action one of them is comedy one of them is romance right and uh i feel like all these films are like stronger in one area than the other and yeah uh, totally uh this one i think we get a lot of uh, more action which is something that uh we were a little lacking with the last film um i feel like the comedy for me i, I liked some of the comedy more in winners and sinners than in yeah, this ditto. film but um, yeah. I think as an overall package, uh, My Lucky Stars is like uh, above and beyond uh, Winners and Sinners. And yeah, I really had a good time revisiting it. And I, I watched it for the recording. I watched it like two times. Yeah, um, same,
2: same here. It's really it's really fascinating what Sammo kind of cooks up. And you do get a feel for this in that um, set piece, the action set piece in the middle of Winners and Sinners, which... Starts with the awesome like roller skating competition, goes into the amazing chase, um, where it's it's definitely of like a level of high Hong Kong action. Um, yeah, yeah. You know it's of the caliber of like you know a great Golden Harvest action movie, or you know Jackie Chan film or something. Hmm. And uh, My Lucky Stars is taking that to the next level. So the action sequences are. You know they go toe to toe with great Jackie Chan action sequences from yes. this period, um, and it's yeah it's kind of amazing that the movie can can hang together that way. He's e- pushing even further in the action sequences. This is a film where if you're not that uh, crazy about the lucky stars themselves, maybe or like this tone of Hong Kong comedy, and you just want to excerpt the action sequences. I say go for it if that's your Mm -hmm. thing. Um, The sequences in My Lucky Stars, they do kind of tell a complete story. And I think they're also kind of must watch for any um, Jackie fans or Sammo or Yu fans. Yeah, yeah. I
0: was kind of thinking that this movie kind of feels like a. It feels like there's a lot of amazing action stuff that's almost like hidden in the movie. (laughs) Yeah, right. It feels like this wouldn't be the first thing that people would jump to, but like there is, there are stunts in this that rival stuff from, from like police story and and other movies. Yeah, totally.
2: And also like, I know this is something that uh, Bay Logan talks about a lot. And I think I would agree with him. There's just, there's something about, Jackie under Sammo that's super magical it's especially in this period in the 80s Sammo's able to get things out of a Jackie performance that no other director can and Jackie doesn't necessarily pull out of himself when he's running the entire operation oh yeah nice when we think of the greatest Jackie Chan fights routinely it's the fight against Benny and Wheels on Meals or it's maybe the fight against (laughs) Benny and Dragons forever um (laughs) Sammo uh I mean, we still see the fun spirited um, Seven Little Fortunes, you know, comedic vibe. But it's almost like Samos sees Jackie as really like a bona fide, serious martial arts fighter. And Jackie doesn't necessarily portray himself that way in his projects. Um, Oh, sure. There's something I think there's just this awesome blend in um, Jackie's. Uh, you know, action sequences in My Lucky Stars. We do get really fun, flippy, jumpy, resourceful choreography, but we also get just this really tough fighting. And yeah, I don't know, it's it's yeah, really special to watch something like this. You know, the action is not evenly distributed in this movie at all. <laughs> oh it's- I was it's also so,
0: going to mention that, that it's, it actually, it kind of reminds me a little bit of police story because police story oh, has sure. like the amazing action sequence to start in the movie, the incredible one to finish the movie. Yeah. And then a lot of, just a lot of other stuff in the middle. No, it's that's, not su- that's bad, such a
2: good just, point. Yeah. And it's, I can kind of understand the approach and it, this isn't, you know, Samo's in flux really at this point in his career. He's trying things out. He's adapting. Um, I kind of respect that there's integrity to the set pieces themselves and that they're full and satisfying, you know, more so than winners and sinners. Um, but it can be kind of uh a detriment to like to the whole film itself that things are so spread out. Really after the opening action, you almost oh, have man. no fighting until like I want to say the fifty minute yeah, mark or something like,
1: I, that. like that. Like forty was, minutes in. Yeah yeah it's not it's not until like after 40 minutes where we get the next big i did i did get it
0: 58 minutes nice we finally get another fight scene after the initial one
1: yeah yeah and i i also feel like the stuff that i mentioned about winners and sinners where when they get on set and they're kind of coming up with these ideas they're brainstorming Mm -hmm. and it kind of makes some scenes longer than they need to be that's kind of a sin of this film as well like the comedic stuff in this movie is kind of longer than it needs to be there's a couple like bits that really get me that i still i love seeing uh time and time again but uh some of the other stuff is kind of long but yeah you guys uh mentioned police story and we're talking about 1985 here and winners and sinners was 1983 and uh, for me, it was really cool seeing these movies kind of back to back for the podcast, seeing Jackie's growth as an action yeah. performer, even though he's already been established as this huge star. We've got these kind of peaks and valleys that he's been going through in his career. And 1985 is Um, arguably before you know his breakout in united states this was another year where it was like he really was able to just make this huge hit with police story and actually it's thanks to the failures that he had uh, trying to come over to the united states with you know uh, the big brawl and this year in 1985 you have the protector i think that was in like july or something so yeah like my Lucky Stars is like a Chinese New Year's film. It came out around February. The Protector came out in July. And actually we'll get the, you know, the next film we talk about is in the same year. And then uh, to close out the year, he's trying to prove himself Prove himself with Police Story. So it's like really cool to see his growth, even in just one year <laughs> of his career. And um, seeing him in uh, Winners and Sinners compared to how confident he looks in um, my lucky stars is really cool because, like, yeah, like you totally. were saying, like the action snaps so hard. When you get that action, it's like super awesome. I love it. I'll, I'll like rewind it and watch it again and again. And we've got all of the players that we love to see. No Har Kong Fung this time, but um Dick Wei's is amazing. We get to yeah. see Lam Ching Ying doing some yep. fighting, and we get a little more Yun Bu this time. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally.
2: and we're also re- pretty much off the heels of. Wheels on Meals, which yeah. happens somewhere in between Winners and Sinners, right. um, and My Lucky Stars. We also have Project A, which involves our mm-hmm. the you know our trio that we love. Yeah, um, and so it's you can really feel that momentum. Um, and also, what's one of the real exciting things about My Lucky Stars is that um, we're on location in Japan for some really pivotal moments, yeah. mm-hmm. and. The little that we kind of do know about the making of it, um, a lot of this had to be had to be done pretty fast, Mm -hmm. um, shot pretty quick. And this is a well-oiled team at at this point. And
1: also uh, similar to Wheels on Meals, where they took this Hong Kong production out of Hong Kong to really accomplish what they wanted to, because filming in Hong Kong was becoming more troublesome because of their own popularity, which is funny to think about. And also, not to gloss over the fact that I mentioned that Jackie and Sammo have like a series of, like it's almost like you go every two or three months with another film of theirs <laughs> releasing, which yeah, it's is crazy. Crazy to well, and think. Also, about. Twinkle
2: Twinkle Lucky Stars comes yeah, out that's, almost. That's in August. <laughs> yeah mm.
1: yeah it's just That's wild wild yeah wild to see them just pumping out these uh you know at the very least this like level of quality is still really really good when it comes to the action so there's a lot to say about this
0: film. well why don't we hop into it <laughs> but first let's take a look at the back of the vhs the lucky stars are back sort of Things are getting crazy in the land of the rising sun, and an old friend calls out for help from our heroes. Now, Kid Stuff has to recruit his cadre of comedians to track down muscles and free Ricky from the Yakuza Scarecrow gang. Samuel Hung stars and directs in the next chapter of the Five Lucky Stars series. Richard Ng, Stanley Fung, and Charlie Chin are joined by Eric Tsang in this action comedy full of Hong Kong's brightest talents. This is My Lucky Stars. So, I, it does... We were talking uh, about the action not being super evenly spaced out. The beginning and end of this movie kind of feel like they're part of a different movie that's <laughs> then spliced into this movie. Sure. Because the first part of this movie feels like it's a it's a buddy cop movie with, with UMBU and, and Jackie Chan, which...
2: Yeah, that I, you would like to kill to. That is what to I see say, a which guy.
0: I wish existed because I would watch the hell out of it. Um, and we're taking yeah, some like of they're... the
2: energy from Wheels on Meals, too, because what um, you might forget if you haven't seen it in a while is uh, we do ultimately end up as this amazing trio, but it's really built as a buddy vehicle for Jackie and yun Bu's character. And mm-hmm. Sammo is this um, kind of third wheel who ends up kind of mm-hmm. inserting himself. So yeah. you get you know, we get to kind of keep that amazing partnership going here.
1: Yeah. And the dynamic is a little similar where in wheels on meals, they're kind of like, Oh, it's Samuel. Like I, I forget what his, <laughs> his name was in that film, but um <clears throat> um in this movie, it's almost the opposite where, you know, Samuel's character, kid stuff realizes that uh, he has to team up with, uh muscles uh oh, man, when he kid. walks
2: away from the scooter it's just so cute <laughs> and yeah it's like i don't want to he's like it. oh
1: i'm <laughs> not doing that yeah <laughs> which is pretty funny to think about and um <laughs> plot wise the film like they give you this and they don't really return to this until much later so um I'll, i wouldn't forgive somebody for not even knowing what why are these people doing what they're doing <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know about halfway through the film uh so uh yeah, Muscles, Jackie and uh Ricky Yumbu, um yeah. they're chasing after Lam Ching Ying who's like this on the run like disgraced police officer and they're tracking him in Japan and they they lead him to a crime syndicate that he's involved with. And yeah. throughout the film, they're trying to uh rescue Ricky cuz Ricky gets captured at the end of the sequence we're talking about. Uh Samo is like kind of like a old friend of Muscles. And he recruits his own, like, you know, his five lucky stars guys. So um, the plot of this film isn't related to Winners and Sinners at all. Um, right. tw- Twinkle Twinkle Lucky Stars is a continuation of this film um, for the most part. But um, these movies are, uh, I don't know, in a weird way, it's almost like a... Uh, I guess like a Final Fantasy situation, yeah.
2: <laughs> or it's or it's kind of like like Black Sheep to Tommy Boy, or um, oh yeah yeah,
0: yeah, 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 that's the, a really uh, good comparison. That's a good actually. comparison. What's the where other? Where they're almost the same movie. What's the but, other
2: Richard Pryor, Gene Wilder vehicle after Silver Streak? Uh, uh, Stir Crazy. Yeah, Stir Crazy. Nice. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, where it's like, oh, we've got this team together. It, it's interesting. I kind of like that. The um, the English dub. Tries to do a little more stitching yeah. together, so Samuel's Kirby dub say, is called Teapot.
0: Yeah, they call him Teapot, and they call Richard and Boomer, and, oh. and they, they carry over a lot and of greaser too. And I greaser, yeah.
2: yeah, nice. Um, and so it's you also. I feel like uh, can sense the kind of evolution of of the sequel in Hong Kong because this is kind of a tradition going back a ways, which is like, oh, you know, they're connected, but we don't really need to kind of carry the water. From no. the last movie, you know, mm-hmm. and I feel like even though My Lucky Star is like is disconnected from Winners and Sinners, you can kind of sense some attempts at at some linkage, and it's really interesting that the third film is more of a direct sequel, and you know Jackie's about to play with direct sequels with you know Police Story two uh, in a little mm-hmm. bit here too.
1: Yeah, but this introductory uh, sequence is is so much fun. Um, there's a really fun little car chase with with a car that you really wouldn't expect. There's like this really, I mean, <laughs> yeah. it is a Mitsubishi. You should expect. I'd
0: say that, this car chase brought to you by Mitsubishi. Yeah. yeah.
1: So he's in a Mitsubishi mini car, it's actually called. <laughs> and it's very mini. Um, yeah. And they're chasing.
2: Uh, they're chasing a Mustang.
1: Yeah, Ford Mustang. But it's Lam Ching Ying and Lao Gar Wing. So um, yeah. they oh, look dude, And when cool. they
2: get into their car, that'd be a great gif like while Wing like kind of flips over yeah. the part of the car to get to the anyways, it looks awesome. Yeah, it's great. And, oh, we should say like Lam Ching Ying had a pretty big year in eighty five as oh, well. Sure. like Mr. Vampire this is either oh, right yeah. in the middle of production or right after because um that's right. Still cause looks his like
0: his hair yeah. is is the same.
2: Oh um, yeah.
0: Like it yeah, his uh his hairstyle is kind of kinda of carries over.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they're chasing these guys and there's a couple of really cool stunts. Um, I liked it. Yeah. When you see that Mustang, there's like a a stunt like turn, like a wide turn and it slams into a car and you can see in the shot that the Mustang already has damage on the back quarter panel. (laughs) So you can tell that that wasn't the original shot. That was like a later shot that they took. And then there's (laughs) a really fun uh, car stunt where uh, uh, they take that Mitsubishi and they leap off the top of like oh, a yeah. transport truck yeah just yeah, to get ahead amazing. it looks super cool and um i was able to find uh ng's they weren't on the hong kong legends dvd that i have but i saw uh, we'll link it in the episode online oh, okay. uh, there's a youtube yeah, in clip the that commentary,
2: has it in the hkl commentary they mentioned that it was, it was like three or four takes and they needed to replace the car each time
1: yeah, there's uh-huh. one of the takes that they show in the <laughs> NG where there's like a semi ahead of them, and you'll see this stunt: the car almost land; it lands on the trailer of the semi. So it's like, whoa, that's yeah. that's almost harder to do. But I'd imagine that is really dangerous too. But uh, yeah, it's really cool. And then they end up uh, making their way into a an amusement park in uh, in Japan that's actually shot on location that looks really cool. It's called Fuji Q Highland. And I looked into that a little bit and, it and still yeah, you can exists. like
2: see Mount Fuji in the background yeah. of most of these Yeah, there's like shots.
0: this beautiful shot of of uh, UMBU <laughs> like looking out over um and you see the Mount Fuji in the background behind you. Yeah. So cool. yeah, so cool. So awesome. cool. I mean that. here
2: we get that amazing uh feeling of you know, just like Jackie Chan resourcefulness and high stakes. He's climbing up a roller coaster. It's yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it looks super, super great. And I mentioned a little bit last episode about uh, Richard Ng talking about how the Japanese market was so important to these films. And uh, Samo, including Jackie in Winners and Sinners, was in uh, a big way to capture that Japanese market. And you've got that even more so in this film. So they're shooting in Japan. Around this time, Jackie was already a really huge star, and he had a huge following in Japan. But also, mm-hmm. Yoon Byu did as well. And um, I, I don't know if we've talked too much about Jackie's singing
2: his music career. Yeah. yeah.
1: So <laughs> Jackie's got a. I, I mean, back then he had a huge like singing career as well. He was a yeah. like kind of a ace of all trades.
2: And um, well, Yung he's Biu- a. Da- I mean, he's a damn good singer. Oh, and yeah. Continued he really into is. the nineties, mm-hmm. like. Um, you know for big Disney releases the Chinese language yeah. version Jackie is singing beauty and the beast for instance yeah. there's, uh there's there's made the rounds, you,
0: yeah. you say you were saying man out of you from mulan uh for chinese in in uh in Chinese and that I remember that kind of made the rounds uh, a few years back and I was yeah. like hey that's really cool
1: nice yeah but uh Yoon bu as well he was quite the heartthrob uh in Japan and uh there's like um it was like the Japanese, like, Tiger Beat, basically. Um, it's called, like, Fan Road. I saw some oh, listings. Awesome. I was trying to find more, like, Yumbu, like, Japanese memorabilia. And, yeah, there's some uh, Fan Road magazines that you can buy on eBay that are Yumbu-focused. But um, he he had some music, too. He has, like, an album with some Japanese songs and some even him singing in English yeah, so, um, those
2: are so cute. Man.
1: Yeah, the Japanese version of this film. Oh, I had the name of it actually. Yeah, so the, the Japanese version of this film is called like Hong Kong like Active Drama Express Uh, The Five Lucky Stars. <laughs> it's a very Japanese oh, dude, name. Perfect. Actually, yeah. I could do my tokusatsu voice in Hong the... Kong Hats <laughs> Katsugeki Express Daifu Koshi. That's like the Japanese title for the film. And uh, it had a rescoring dude, too thanks mm-hmm. i didn't actually i wasn't able to find the, ja- the the music for the japanese version but i was able to find the theme song and there's a moment and i believe it's in the sequence during the uh amusement park when uh yumbu's kind of starting to run across the skating rink um they use the insert song of yumbu's so that plays during the film oh, too cool. So far, really so, so, so any Japanese fan really got their money's worth. You know, they got to see these guys dancing around, and they got to hear
2: uh, music from Yumbyu himself. Well, and I like the story in the commentary um, during that stunt, where it's almost like Ferris Bueller jumping through the yards, where like. The Mitsubishi is going over the different picket fences. Nice. So this was in like a real neighborhood, and apparently, like house after house, like invited Jackie and Yunbyu in for tea. And out of respect, like since they had accepted one offer, they basically accepted every offer. That's uh, great, and it got to be kind of crazy. And... Oh, that's, that's funny. super
1: funny. That's awesome. <laughs> but um this sequence uh ends it's actually kind of a clever way to introduce. Uh, the main villain as well because, um, they get, uh, Ricky and muscles get separated and, um, muscles is trying to find Ricky, but he gets kind of pulled to the side because there's like some tourists that want to take photos and they end up taking photos with him as well. But what you end up finding out is that that's the crime Lord and his like female assistant. Yeah. And yeah, we've seen him plenty of times. He was in wheels and meals as, um, uh, Yumby's dad, yeah. right? Dad. Yeah. Right? Dad yeah. In hospital. Yeah. Yep. That was great. And the female that we we'll, we see here is Michiko Nishiwaki, who I, I think aesthetically people love her. Like every time <laughs> I was going to say who Carlos clips, is in love with. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Me too. But um I I feel <laughs> like people always love to share the clips of her from this film, and I had mm-hmm. to you know do a little more digging on who she is for the podcast, of course. So. um she's had quite the like stunt uh performer's career. She um this is her first major role and she was scouted um by um Jackie and Samuel's crews. They I think she says they think they she thinks that they saw like a bodybuilder like photo of her in a magazine and um she uh grew up as a bodybuilder and also as a weightlifter and she kind of started uh, boom in Japan because of that and she studied martial arts she studied a uh, couple different forms of karate and um this after this she actually played in some uh in a tokusatsu show so similar to Yukari Yoshima she kind of has a similar trajectory and she didn't produce as much as Yukari Yoshima does but I also feel like she has that same energy where she looks like at the same time it's like there's like this attraction to her, but also like this very like sinister sense of yeah. her too. Like, so mm-hmm. I think she has this awesome look and I mean, you see her flex, and you're like, damn, that's awesome. And yeah.
0: um, yeah, she reminded me a lot of the Agnes Aurelio character and she shoots.
1: Yeah, Straight. definitely. Same, same mm, energy yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. So after this, she's, you know, she would do a lot of. And well, a handful of more Hong Kong films. She eventually would make her way into the States and do a lot of stunt work. So she's done stunt work in Blade. She did stunt work in Martial Law, the Samho show. Hey. I think I think she doubled for Kelly Who on that show. Um she was in Makes Rush sense. Yeah, Rush Hour Two. She did stunt work in the Kill Bill movies. Um she was also Lucy Liu's Double in the Charlie's Angels films. Yeah. And so, then she oh, cool. she
2: won like cuz wasn't there like a major injury I think in a stunt.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I remember yeah. reading about that. I don't know the specifics, but um yeah, there's a cool interview with her. Um we'll link it to the episode as well and there's a lot of um seeing her insight. You know, it's always fun seeing somebody like her, somebody like Cynthia Rothrock, Yukari Oshima how they're thrust into this hong kong production (laughs) and how they survive you know is is really really cool to to hear about she also mentions that there was like no script at all she said that samuel would have like a little piece of paper in his back pocket that he'd just pull out and be like all right this is what we're doing uh one of the things she said that's like
0: that um i just i'm working on editing because we're actually ahead of schedule right now which is crazy <laughs> yeah. um i'm working on editing the winners and sinners episode now and i just got to the part and listened through the that richard Ing uh interview nice. talking about twinkle twinkle lucky stars and that's what he says in that there's they would just get to set and sam would be like okay what are we doing today <laughs> <laughs> nice
1: yeah yeah
2: it's pretty oh, fun man, it's so cool i also love just um how game they are for bringing in um you know international action performers. You could say the same about, you know, Benny Mm Orquidez in Wheels on Meals the previous year. Um, You know, there obviously could be a lot of complications, uh, especially when there are massive language barriers and there isn't a lot of planning in the film. But I just love this, like, let's just try it attitude. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're so lucky that, like, but they approach it that way, because then we have all these gems to look back on. It's like, wow, how is? I can't believe that this was ever put together.
1: Yeah, all these major films from around this like handful of years. You know, we'll talk about Richard Norton and Yasuaki Kurata in the next film we're gonna talk about, and you know, Millionaires Express, Shanghai Express, right? You right. know, Richard Norton, Yasuaki Kurata, Yukari Oshima, Cynthia Rothrock, they're all there. You know, it's. Yeah, super, super fun, and the the amount of gold they were able to produce in the middle of all of this is is really, really a gift to us.
0: <laughs> yeah. So now we start getting introduced to our to our stars again, starting, of course, with uh, Samo, who Samo is a lot cooler in this movie, I think, than he is in the uh in the previous one. Yeah,
2: he's less of like the whipping boy.
0: Yeah, he's he's like he's in prison. He's part of like a chain gang kind of thing, cleaning up trash, and he's uh, he's like I don't know he's kind of like a uh, Morgan Freeman's character in Shawshank Redemption. He's <laughs> like, if you want to get something, he's the guy to go to.
1: <laughs> I like how they have yeah. they have this like system where they're trading. Uh, Hong Kong starlet photos. Yeah. <laughs> the first yeah. one you see is Bridget Lynn from uh mm-hmm. police story. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really fun. And then,
2: and then Maggie, they, Chung they mentioned
0: Maggie too. Chung. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah they kind of like, have fun with it because there's like this ambassador kind of character. Um, and <laughs> he ends up, uh, so he, he gets a call from Jackie. Who's like, yeah, Ricky's kidnapped. I'm uh, it's looking bad out here in Japan. You know, the one guy I need, he's not conventional, but he gets results, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, is Samos character, you know, Teapot from the last movie. And so then they have kind of this fun gag where the camera's in pretty close, so you don't realize they're in a chain gang. And I don't know if they're trying to go for the, that he's, like, the head of, like, a brothel or something like that, because they're talking about, like, trading women. And you find out it's basically, like, scraps from magazines that have been littered um that they're that they're trading um and yeah it's uh it's interesting we moved we talked about how um my lucky stars tries to kind of hang on to what uh worked about winners and sinners or what they believe worked about winners and sinners so we get kind of a um kind of a new rendition of like the meet the lucky stars Mm -hmm. sequence yeah um it's I mean, I think there's some clever stuff here. It's just hard to top that sequence in "Winners and Sinners." Mm-hmm. That's maybe one of the strongest parts of the movie. I agree. Um, and uh, and yeah, this is so you know, Samo doesn't get kind of the same the same introduction, but uh, the element that I do like about it is that Samo's trying to kind of pull all of these people away. So whereas in the last movie they were all getting arrested, um, here Samo's kind of intervening just before things could kind of go south. For each of the stars and kind of pulling them into this mission,
0: yeah, the way that yeah, Samo gets pulled into it because they kind of they kind of <laughs> do something that I'm sure is very illegal. They like basically say, "Hey, Samo, you're free to go," and then they immediately arrest him for trying to run away, even though they told him that he could go. Yeah, um, yeah. and like kind of blackmail him into to doing their their dirty work again. And we next up is uh, Charlie Chin's character. And I love that his he's doing basically the same thing as the previous movie, but right. being way less subtle about it.
2: <laughs> yeah, totally. It's kind of like, oh well, Charlie is like so sophisticated and like his aura or whatever. Like he's got to yeah. be a jewel thief or involved mm-hmm. in like. Yeah, but
0: instead of his weird scam of like making it look like someone else is shooting him, he just blows up displays that have jewels and them and runs away with them
1: yeah, yeah i love that the setup is looking all slick but th- the end result is that he's just running towards the case and smashing it he doesn't have a mask on or anything <laughs> so um it's not as slick as you'd imagine it would actually be <laughs> yeah totally but i love how it ends up blowing up in his face because samuel like puts this like looney tune size plastic explosive on the window While his back is turned, and it causes this huge explosion. Everybody in the street falls down. There's a huge shockwave.
2: Yeah, and so Sammo drives up in the nick of time, like, oh, come on. It's like, I'll, yeah, I'll whisk you away, basically. Yeah, he scoops him Um, up. I also like that. So we didn't mention, but um, John Sham is not in this movie, which is super sad. It's like, I just, yeah, um, I know. He's kind of electric every time he's on screen, and so Eric Tsang comes in to replace that, and who is you know a huge name in Hong Kong comedy at this point, anyway. So it's it's not necessarily a downgrade. It's it's kind of like you know Terrence Howard to Don Cheadle. you could, <laughs> yeah. you could look at that kind of either way. It's like, oh, these are two great two great actors. Um, yeah. But I like that we introduce Eric's character last, so we really are getting like the kind of sequel energy of seeing the old familiar gang you know yeah
1: yeah stanley fungs is is pretty amazing to me he's at the dentist and you see there it sounds like they're negotiating a price for the work that needs to be done but you realize that he's like holding the dentist hostage and gonna yeah. rob him but it ends up exploding in his face because he hears that there's another uh patient that his nickname is millionaire <laughs> chan and he's like oh yeah. all right we're gonna get this guy so he, uh, awesome
2: cameo. Yeah, yeah,
1: he swaps clothes with the dentist, but it's actually, uh, yeah, we've got Bolo, Bolo Young, Bolo Young's yeah. like trying to protect it. Uh, well, uh, he's trying to confront the dentist that's supposedly adulter, the adulterer in uh his uh marriage with his wife.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, really played funny. by Alice Lau. Yeah, um, and it's it's kind of funny because um you know, Stanley's character is, yeah, kind of like in, yeah, Bolo sort of entraps him a little, but he's like, oh, do you know this girl? He holds up a picture and he's like, oh yeah, I used to have a thing with her. And it's like, do you know who she is to me? She's my wife. And nah. um, he's like, how dare you have an affair? And then she comes in and it's like, is this the that's man you're favorite. having an affair with? And for whatever reason. Yeah. She's um, like, she yeah, that's him. <laughs> <laughs> nice. it's
0: so good. It's, I will say it's weird seeing Bolo Young with a shirt on. <laughs> I'm, I'm honestly not sure if I've ever seen him with with a shirt on in in a movie. And
1: the glasses too. Yeah, that's really and the cool. glasses, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah.
2: yeah, the glasses and the greased hair and the clothing. Uh, they, they take a bite out of his his kind of fierce uh reputation. I think he's yeah.
1: got like a Clark Kent Superman vibe going on. Yeah, oh, yeah. dude,
2: totally. <laughs>
0: mm. But then uh, Samo and Charlie Chin come in to kind of save him by pretending to be cops and, and take him away. Yeah, that's um, nice. Yeah, I like that we get, we get a little get, bit
2: of like a Chicken Little kind of thing. Like the gang keep, kind of keeps growing in like a Daisy. Yeah, channel. yeah. <laughs>
0: and Then we get our boy Richard back. Uh, and he's dude, petting, a, like,
2: petting a like petting a like a goose. This is like how you should remember Richard. <laughs> is like. Yeah, peacefully walking, petting a goose. It just feels yeah. right.
0: Yeah, and he's at a he's like at a mental institution and instead of trying to be invisible this time, he's trying to learn how to uh do telekinesis. <laughs> so he's trying to like force this this goose to lay an yeah. egg.
2: And it's cool cuz it's more of like a running gag um and uh yeah, yeah instead of like kind of a
0: single a cool thing. Yeah, that's true. I like that cuz it said the invisibility was her invisibility was <laughs> yeah. just one scene so
1: i just think it's really funny too that these are like yeah we gotta we gotta bring this team together to do this thing and it's like a bunch of goofballs
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. okay get the best of the best
2: let's yeah, get the all the movie stooges just barely back together. makes it work because it isn't a it isn't a case where the government's like i need the lucky stars <laughs> it's it starts <laughs> like with this one exploit, which is like, they never should have contacted Sammo. Yeah. Um And then Sammo says, like, can I bring my friends, basically?
1: Nope. Yeah. And
2: they're kind of forced into it. Also, what's really interesting in the movie, the lucky stars don't really do anything. There almost isn't a mission. Yeah. Um, Once we're all together, and I mean, I'm getting ahead of things, but... It's basically just a few set pieces which may or may not be funny to watching in 2021. <laughs> and then we kind of reconnect with the the sort of like action energy of the movie. It's yeah, pretty interesting.
1: I yeah. do like Eric Sangs Uh, bit, he's uh, like working in like a Coca Cola plant, the Coke factory. He's like sticking it to the man by like pretending to (laughs) like lift stuff, but he's like lifting only one case back and forth. He's like, I'm really gonna stick it to him now.
2: (laughs) Yeah, there's almost like an avid and Costello kind of feel to that gag. And I mean, he could, yeah, he has kind of a Costello energy, actually. Eric does, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. yeah. He gains joins the crew. We found out he's kind of the the, the the simple minded one. Yeah. <laughs> kind that, of how it, uh,
1: that's what I was gonna mention okay. when you were talking about um not having John Sham. You know, I feel like he like undercuts Richard Ng. Because he's like even yeah. like dopier and like kind of like ridiculous so but but he's really funny, like this little bit that they have where they're playing this card game <laughs> that really gets me still they like yeah. sitting at a table, they all have their hands of cards, and you're you're thinking, oh, they're playing poker or something, they're trying to watch each other, but they're just waiting for a fly to land on one of them, and whoever the fly <laughs> lands on wins, oh. oh. Man, that killed me. <laughs> but mm-hmm. yeah, so uh, he's like just like a, I don't know. He's like the dumbest of of the group. <laughs> Basically, mm-hmm. that's his bit.
0: <laughs> so we the the crew's finally all together. Um, there's a there's a little scene where they like they're in like a, a van and um, we you could see the the same guy that was the like the minibus driver from the yeah. previous movie. Mm-hmm. Um, which I can't remember his name. What was his name? Kali. Kali, that's the one. And they kind of do this, a a similar bit where like they try to like intimidate him. But this time there's like the full force of every minibus driver in the city comes in and they all have the same exact hairstyle.
2: Well, cause yeah, so this this is actually, they're trying to depict this like ethnic minority in Hong Kong um, Mm -hmm. that was typified by this kind of curly hair um they they sort of get get into it i think eventually in the dub though they're kind of like i think they refer to it as like the Chiu chow people mm. um, yeah but that's there's a little bit of context that okay um, maybe illuminate some of this and i think this is a sequence that is pretty radically cut down in like the international cut we've talked about this before how um They're typically shorter um, versions of the film that were cut by Golden Harvest themselves um, in wanting to distribute to, you know, North America and to um, kind of the English speaking market. And they would usually slice out a lot of character moments or comedy moments or things that they maybe thought wouldn't translate if they were too culturally specific. So this scene, I think, kind of is one that got the ax.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's pretty funny though. I, I get a kick of yeah, yeah, uh, seeing them trying to wiggle out of getting jumped by this huge crowd. And the
2: maze of buses is yeah. really cool. Mm-hmm. There's this like aerial shot, and you see them kind of all like scurrying around. Also, we haven't caught out the music, but um, the music right at the beginning of the film, and you hear it later. You would almost say like, "Oh, dude, yeah. that's like a racist Chinese exactly by honk." Oh, what <laughs> like. <laughs> funny man i think
0: we we ran into this a couple of times where we see something and it's like if so if this was made in america in the 1985 then you would say it's racist but it's not it's made it's made in hong kong (laughs) yeah for a hong kong and a japanese audience so
1: i thought yeah i was wondering about that because i thought it was like them kind of riffing on that a lot of the movie focuses on japan so it like kind of like they're kind of comedic parody of that but maybe yeah it's it's really it's really funny yeah, <laughs> and then in weird. this like sequence when they start getting chased by these guys there's this weird like almost like computer synthy sounding <laughs> like cue that plays that i don't, don't completely understand that but it's still kind of amusing
0: yeah um, that's that, 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 that defines a lot of this movie is I don't completely get why they're doing it, but it's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah it's don't it's don't, entertainment. Yeah. And-, and that includes this next scene because they go to like this this clubhouse basically where um, that's supposed to be, like their their hideout um, while the police, you know, like they're they're working for the cops. But we see it in this scene and then literally never again for the rest of the movie <laughs> <laughs> right? because they go to Japan. They go to completely different country. Yeah. It's,
2: yeah. And it's like it's this so... kind of like neon or no more like like bright pastel colors yeah. and feels really. And you're almost led to think like, OK, this is going to be like our main hang for this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you totally yeah.
0: Like it. like the like in the previous one. But nope. Nope.
1: Uh, what ends there up? is a
0: great gag where like all of them like have to go to the bathroom and they open up one of the toilets and it's the this like the superintendent cop from earlier is already there. Yeah. That, like, that made me laugh.
1: Yeah. And and that's uh, Walter Tso Tatwa that we've um, yeah. seen. Uh, actually, yeah. Winners and Sinners. He played the, uh, you know, the Wong Fei Hung like type yeah, character at yeah. the open market so um yeah it's he's playing the kind of role that you might be more expecting to see him um you know he played a detective in a lot of movies he also played lung Fu, and we mentioned that but um here he's playing more typical like kind of detective role and um yeah like,
2: I, the- I like the gag where like he's the one telling them it's <laughs> like i ate the grapes and it'll make <laughs> you sick because it's kind of a funny thing where richard's character is once again trying his like telepathy um, and he's like aiming it at their stomachs. And then suddenly like they actually all have these sudden stomach aches. Um, but the superintendent's like, no, it's the grapes. But as soon as he gets out of the bathroom, he sits up next to the grapes. And it's like about to eat them again. It's like, nah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I Learn my lesson.
1: Yeah. So we've got another situation where he's going to force them to do the work that they're going to not want to do. And, um, the way that he does this is he basically blackmails them by, framing them for a bank robbery yeah
2: i told everyone you guys robbed a bank
1: <laughs> yep. i love that he's like hey check the tv out and there's like a news report on it and then it's like yeah there's a bank robbery but we've uh got plenty of leads and we know who the uh, culprits are and they name each of them which is funny to hear all their names too because it's all these you know herb and rawhide and roundhead all these goofy yeah. names yeah <laughs> um
2: i also well, love yeah. like it towards like the end of the movie when they're kind of like caught in japan (laughs) and i love the comment like i think it might be them they've mentioned they're from hong kong and they have the exact same names (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: but we're also introduced to the other variable and the other um, necessity of our five lucky stars films is a uh, beautiful lead actress and um, so there's another uh, inspector that's going to be helping them and her name's Inspector Wu Uh, her code name is Poison Ivy and um, she's played here by Sybil Hu Um, and this is like I I don't know like her 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 role in this film really stuck with me for a long time Um, even after you know I saw it the first time uh i always remember her features she has like a very distinct face with like this almost like cat-like features to me and um uh, yeah <laughs> watching it for the podcast i actually feel a lot i feel pretty bad for her in the movie <laughs>
2: yeah yeah totally <laughs> she takes a lot of abuse um, but um well, this is also not necessarily like the most magnetic actor yeah Mm -hmm. you could kind of you could say that about sherry chung in winners and sinners as well it's like um you know like they're they're pretty and everything but it's i don't know if if either actor really has kind of the stuff to Mm. kind of like i don't know these these personalities are so big in these in yeah. these crews and broad
1: yeah these very broad yeah and, and a th- lot of
2: the jokes are about like oh my gosh i can't believe i'm with a girl yeah and um <laughs> yeah they they really kind of get sort of yeah i don't know they sort of sort of disappear i think
1: well in 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 hong kong too there's you know we there are all these like, I mean, you know, category three type films where, you know, you're seeing it for some like sexy ladies and stuff. And right. they this movie doesn't like, you know, it never crosses that line where you're going to see boobs or anything. But they're all like so horny, you know, like they're always mm-hmm. um trying. So it, it's also like. I guess what we're talking about where there's a little bit for everybody. <laughs> Some of the stuff doesn't age as well as, you know, as other things. Yeah. And we get an example of that with the next scene, which is like, it's funny, but it goes on way too long. And
0: it goes on way too long. <laughs> it's
2: like, that's kind of the problem too. When you have a group of five yeah. is there's this like implied fairness or it's like, it's yeah, got like, whatever the gag at- is has to happen five times now. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's a reason we've got like the rule of three. I was gonna and say as
0: everyone knows, comedy comes in fives. Everyone knows <laughs> yeah. that. So
2: Dude, yeah. you can almost feel it, where it's like the third time it's like, oh, this is like yeah. peak humor, and now you've got two more and it kind of drains you a little bit.
0: And that I mean, and I feel like they could have done something with this again, like comedy theory or whatever, but I feel like after the third one there could have been some weird like toss up like an actual robber comes in or something like that. So we should just explain what what, what happens is that the the gag is they're basically taking turns saying, Oh no, there's these robbers. They're going to tie me and this beautiful lady together. (laughs) So I'll be really close to her for like seven
2: seconds for like
0: five seconds. And then one of the other guys runs in and says, Oh no, I've got to cut you loose. And then, And then they swap out. And then the, and the dude rest that had of the been tied in. up it
2: says like, oh, I'm going to go call the police. Yeah. And then like just outside of the room, they're changing out of those ninja outfits. And then they kind of come back in. Yeah. Um,
0: and they just keep repeating it, which it is, it is again, it is a funny gag. Just, just goes on. Yeah, to,
2: and the thing is like the last one is like a really like funny twist. Like Stanley's character, um, who, they kind of like call out that he's like the old dude of the, of the group. Like he's kind of ready to be tied up. And then they're like, let's, I, th- yeah, I think Eric's character says like, uh, no, oh, let's tie him up separately. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, he's like, protesting.
0: I love that whenever Richard is the, is the ninja, he keeps his little hat on. underneath. The yeah, ninja. Yeah. yeah. That's and, awesome.
2: And Eric's like mask is like, not it's, yeah, it's like not COVID proof or something.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: So she ends up
1: it finding out, and she kicks them all out, and it jumps to uh, a scene of her like coming out of the bathroom and laying down into bed, and she's trying to get comfy, but what she this realizes could
2: have been like a teaser for the movie if they had like a teaser. Trailer oh
1: yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Um, you find out that the dudes are hiding underneath like the sheets and they are the mattress that she's laying on (laughs) yeah
2: yeah and it's all in one take so like really like i don't know how they (laughs) they pulled it off but yeah
1: yeah i did also see that in the ngs there's a clip of her uh in a towel so like they they filmed like her coming out of the bathroom but like in a towel but they never used that in the movie itself
0: it's too hot for for tv yeah
1: nice (laughs) nice nice
0: um so now we're we're in the in the airport going uh like they I think it's like they just arrived from Japan or or, or to Japan or I don't know <laughs> it's a really brief shot in the airport um but there's uh, I do like one gag here where um Richard goes to the bathroom and he's like comes back out with his hands wet and he like grabs this like roll of what he thinks is or not that's um Stanley Far actually Stanley, grabs yeah. yeah. Uh, he grabs like this roll that he thinks is toilet paper and this woman is saying to him in Japanese this is like this is for like a printer this is yeah. that <laughs> and then he's just like uh okay and he just makes up some japanese sounding gibberish and hands her the paper
1: <laughs> yeah. nice yeah and i i also like that richard uh he's his character is wearing almost like the similar outfit to his outfit in shanghai express the uh, like Sherlock yeah, Holmes looking yeah. outfit. <laughs> yeah. So we're, we're in Japan now and, um, yeah. And it's,
2: there's something, yeah. The momentum's a little funny here. Cause we just got out of what we said was kind of a little bit of an overlong sequence of like, Ooh, can the guys like touch the girl? And we basically go right into another <laughs> yeah. one you know, yeah. without, <laughs> without much of like any kind of contrast in between. So now we're in the hotel room Um, and so they're all sharing one hotel room. I think there's some line about how, um, how difficult it is to like get a room and Sybil, whose character is like, well, um, yeah, I'm sleeping in the bed. You guys are going to sleep out here. They all try to carry some of her luggage so they can kind of like sneak a peek into her room. (laughs) um, and they see that there's another bed. And so there she says like, okay, well, one of you can sleep in the other bed and here we get to, what they're trying to set up is kind of like a core, uh, like feature of, of the gang. And this is also, I think really hard to translate. I kind of like what they do with the dub here. Um, yeah, I do too. And oh, really? Dang, man, I messed up again. I got to listen. Yeah. These it's kind of like this, like this kind of like nursery <clears throat> song that they yeah. all yeah. sing, but yeah. the, the music kind of cues it up. Like they're about to have like this brawl. Um, I like yeah, that. I like, that. like,
0: a, I like, like a, that moment. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. I like that a lot because you think it's going to be like a, it's like a Mexican standoff. You think they're going to all start fighting and then they do this little childish like hopping around dancing. And... As I
2: was walking past your house, you threw a chamber pot at a mouse. Yeah, it's similar to the like the little I- I'm a little teapot kind of thing from the last movie. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. That kind of becomes like a a through line to the end of the movie, which is yeah, yeah, which is kind of nice because a lot of stuff in this movie just kind of happens and then stops, so it's cool to see some.
2: Yeah, some I also that. like that. The sorry, there's like an argument before. Maybe one of the funniest parts of the movie for me is before this, they're trying to kind of argue the merits of who should get the bed, and um, Stanley's oh, character has yeah. this like really like pull on your heartstrings. He's like, listen. I think of us as a family. I'm the oldest one among you. My time's coming to an end. My hair's going gray. My eyes are dim. There's so little pleasure left. T-Bone, I can have that bed. Can't I? (laughs) No! Yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah, there's just awesome comedic timing in yeah. this group. Even if the gags aren't necessarily always, I don't know, they're not necessarily always like worthy of how funny these guys are. Mm-hmm. Um, it,
0: I wrote down, it reminded me of a lot of some Adam Sandler movies where oh, it's like, sure. I know all these guys are funnier than what they're doing oh. right
2: now. Yeah, I like you know, that. It's not quite yeah, that No, That's extreme, an interesting feeling whenever you get that.
0: Yeah, but like I know all these performers are really good in different ways. It's just it doesn't always land.
2: Yeah, no, I I totally feel that comparison. But so
0: so now, 55 minutes in the movie, we get the plot um, <laughs> where uh, Samo and Inspector Wu are uh, like kind of go out on the town. Um, yeah, she
2: kind of wakes him up in the middle of the night and then they go out on this scooter. Um, and so, yeah, it's which makes sense for like the energy of the movie, because we talked about it last time. It's kind of a funny gang. You've got these five people and one of them is an amazing, amazing action star. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so his character kind of rightly plucks him out, but then as it happens, she's kind of almost intimating that she's got kind of feelings for Sam's character here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's um, kind of out of nowhere.
1: It's kind of weird. Um, When, when I rewatch it, I'm, I wonder if it's more like she's kind of just trying to convince them to, uh, you know, join yeah. in with what she's trying to do.
2: It's, it's also, I mean, <clears throat> we've kind of hinted at it that the Japanese sequences don't necessarily stitch perfectly with the, the Hong Kong material. Mm-hmm. And I want to say once they're out on the scooter, I think that's on location in Japan. I think so too. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then, and, um, you can, kind of tell um in some of the sequences but it was i think it was in january when they were shooting that yeah the they japan filmed it in and december so pretty january cold yeah. yeah
0: no i love uh, one of one of the there's a lot of like aesthetics of of different movies that i love but one that i love the most is japan during the winter because mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. like there's always these really cool like coats and um Sybil, who has this amazing, like, I wrote in my notes, it looks like she raided at Scotia Homie's uh, closet oh, dude, nice for that. some of these outfits because she has just, like, this awesome. There's a lot of great scarves because mm-hmm. oh, Sammo tons a great, of great scarf, scarves.
2: Too. Well, also, um, we talked about this kind of infamous figure, Dixon Poon, um, I think mm-hmm. first when we were talking about Yes, Madam, and his business was kind of import-export of, of clothing, Uh And he was like a backer of this movie, and really made a big deal out of kind of like the international brands, Uh, especially in like the final fight. Both Samo and Jackie are kind of like sporting designer outfits.
0: Yeah, Um, there's a good portion of the credits is all the, oh the brands. Oh yeah, totally. All the so it's like
2: that. All that budget ends up on screen in a cool way. Mm But um, so. Here, uh, Sybil, whose character um, shows a photo of Jackie Muscles. And okay. I just love this beat. Sam has like an emotionally dead reaction, just gets off the scooter and starts walking away. <laughs> um, and yeah. she turns back around. He's like, no, this guy always gets me into trouble. He's basically why I was locked up. And this kind of cements that it's like, okay, this is not the same relationship from the first movie. Yeah. Um,
0: so, okay, here's a thing that kind of w- was crazy for me to see. So the picture that she shows him is Jackie on the back of police like, a police story. car. Yeah. But it's a picture from Police Story. Yeah. But Police Story didn't come out until December of this year. Yeah, isn't that? Yeah. And knowing, knowing how Hong Kong movies go... It's a like in my mind, it feels it would be weird if they had already shot Police Story because mm-hmm. like they shoot these movies turn around I think so Police fast. Story
2: was a pretty extended shoot from what I understand. And so I think it was kind of picked up in sort of in phases. And I mean, just when you look at Jackie's year in 1985, yeah. it's also kind of the only way it makes sense is it's like. Mm. he's picking up and now I'm doing a little bit of this movie. Now I'm doing a little bit of that movie. You know, also there is a lot of outdoor location in urban location shooting in urban Hong Kong and police story. And, you know, they're kind of, yeah, maybe trying to aim for a certain part of the year. I don't know. That's just speculation. I
1: also think it's kind of funny too, because, you know, right in the sequence, you get that very police story scooter moment where he pulls away on the scooter and she flies off the back of it
2: yeah totally
1: yeah so Um,
2: yeah which came first it's yeah it's hard to know as far as theatrical release
1: go yeah it's like matthew said because uh this is like the beginning of the year and police story was at the very end of the year and jackie like i said that um the protector came out as well so he he was filming that So he was like all over the world.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's just it just kind of was it was just funny to see that. Yeah, totally. Because we're talking about this being a it's it's like a unintentional cinematic universe or whatever (laughs) with the Lucky Stars movies and Police Story. Nice.
1: Well, we get to see Muscles very shortly, so they yeah. they go to find
0: where he is. Oh, and also in the dub they call him they call him Muscles, but they also call him Kakui, which is oh. his character from police story. Oh, so. Whoa, okay. <laughs> yeah which is which just adds more further credence but i could also yeah. see that being just the dubbers having fun with, actually
1: i don't know because at it. the beginning when um we get we get walter trying to answer all those phones that he has he's like i've got mm-hmm. phones from everybody in the world and he realizes that it's the japanese one and he mentions kakui there i didn't connect those dots until you mentioned that right now but mm. yeah i wonder hmm that's cool mm. nice well, okay, but we're, we're stalling. You know, we got to get to this fight, yeah. right? Finally, we get yeah. to another
2: fight. <laughs> yeah, Dude, this is... Oh, I love this, this is this. such a good fight. Really yeah, cool. They go, they're they... in
1: this, like, little, like, Japanese, like, apartment. It's super tight in this place. And yeah. uh, there's a bunch of guys. There's, like, almost, like, 10 or 12 guys that they're fighting against, all wearing masks. I like that. I mean, I feel good. Like, I can even still tell who's kind of who yeah <laughs> <laughs> i feel like my hero's three powers <laughs> leveled up um but uh yeah so uh kid stuff is uh kind of in a pinch and uh poison ivy she's starting to fight back but then uh muscle shows up from like a secret door in his apartment that you like earlier. Yeah. kind of see in yeah you see it a little bit earlier in the film um but yeah this is like pure like 80s aesthetic like
2: yeah you got like sweaters and jean combos and like awesome like you're saying in tight spaces Mm -hmm. awesome fighting Mm -hmm. and and, dude it's just this amazing mix of like the resourceful using the environment and just really intense fighting i mean Part of it is maybe that we've been waiting so long, but Samo's first few blows, you're like, damn, yeah. this yeah. guy is so powerful. Like no one, almost no one looks as powerful on screen. Like his punches and kicks are just huge. And um, whether it's to keep up or just Jackie, like respecting his big brother, big Samo, it's like, yeah, he's bringing it at that yeah. same level.
0: And anytime you see Jackie and Samo back-to-back, it just makes my heart feel good, <laughs> you know? Yeah, dude, totally. Like, they're always amazing together. Yeah, yeah. it's
2: funny. It, I will say, a warning if you're going into My Lucky Stars, because someone has said, like, oh, there's a lot more action, and you get a lot more with yun and Samo and Jackie. There's, like, one or two shots, blink if you mm-hmm. miss it, where they're on screen at the same time. We don't have any yeah. of them fighting as a unit, but we do have great stuff of Jackie and in view fighting together and of mm-hmm. Sammo and Jackie fighting together. Yeah. Um, and man,
0: yeah, I, I do. I also really love. And Sybil who gets some good hits in too. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like once she's again, definitely they, pretty they really,
2: they really choreograph in a way to flatter the non martial arts performers.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. I think that they, um, um, they're, their fighting styles complement each other, too, because Jackie's really agile in these sequences. And Samo has this very like, s- like strong, like solid commanding form. And uh, I really like the bit like towards the end of this where um, you've got the guy kind of coming towards him. But every time he tries to attack, Samo whips a, uh, snaps a punch at him before he attacks. It's almost like this Bruce Lee energy to it. Right, right. It's got like this intercepting fist, you know, <laughs> style to it. Looks really cool, and I I think he looks awesome wearing that jacket. Actually, it really looks cool on him,
2: dude. Yeah.
0: So they're able to they're able to beat up all the dudes and then tie them all up, and there we get another little shenanigans thing where yeah the 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 remaining four lucky stars are this,
2: this gag worked for me. Um, yeah, I, I liked it. Yeah.
0: They're trying to like none of them speak Japanese, so they're trying to. Like explain like with just charades, basically to yeah. to get a waiter <laughs> to take their order. Nice and some good physical comedy here.
2: Yeah, for sure. Can't
0: remind me. like eggs and coffee, and it ends with a penis joke. Yeah, to-
2: <laughs> yeah. Eric signs expense, and his yeah. like his re like just his like silent reaction is awesome. <laughs> So, yeah, then we this next sequence is the closest that we get to the gang doing something um, (laughs) that could be part of the mission. Because otherwise what we have in the movie is them um, unpacking in Hong Kong, um, them going to the airport, them unpacking at the hotel, and then you know, poison Ivy pulls Samo's character away. So this is, this is kind of the one scene. And even in this scene, they don't really do anything other than give up their identities. Um, so it's basically this, it's like, you know, secret high stakes gambling den. And there's, yeah, a little bit of kind of fun energy with, um, with Eric Tsang here. Um, and it's, uh, yeah, like a dice, a dice game that we're all betting on.
1: Yeah, they basically just uh, use this as a device to meet with the, um, I think it's the Scarecrow gang, I think that's what they're called. And um, Mm. they end up uh, in the middle of this, you know, putting down a lot of money and making their identities known. And then uh, Michiko Nishiwaki's character is the one kind of officiating things. And once she realizes who they are, she calls... Uh, to yeah. the boss and then they kind of set it up so that the police are gonna arrive and then she escorts them away like here like follow me there's just a quicker way out. So they end up meeting uh now with the boss. So they're in this kind yeah. of um dinner, like this kind of traditional like looking uh dinner and he's entertaining them with uh some like geishas and stuff and there's a little bit of like kind of jokes there and um Basically what happens here is that the the boss gets a tip from Lam Ching Ying saying that hey I recognize kid stuff he was friends with muscles cuz like he was yeah. a cop right so um he knows that uh they're up to no good so he basically it's actually very like chill in how he does it he's like uh, this money that you have, you go get that money. So Samo leaves to get the money, but it's basically like he's holding the rest of the crew hostage in a way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought that was really funny how it seems so casual, but that all that really serves is to set up the final encounter. And this is like, I don't know the, the best stuff that we're looking yeah. forward to this. Yeah, whole movie. Totally. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: So we're back to the theme park from the mm-hmm. opening of the movie. And so, you know, all this stuff was shot back to back uh together. And this is I want to say if you've encountered some other like like images and stuff from this movie, it's probably Jackie's getup here. <laughs> <in> the- <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, park, it's awesome. Kind of, yeah, and awesome. He's dressed uh, um, when you. Who is this
1: character? Yeah, costume? so when when you first are introduced to him, he's in disguise as a mascot at the amusement park, and mm-hmm. he's dressed as arale Chan from Doctor Slump, which is uh, yeah. Akira Toriyama, the manga uh, artist for Dragon Ball. That was the manga that he did before he did Dragon Ball. And it was yeah. actually pretty popular in its own way. It's more of a gag manga, so it's like kind of goofy. And I think... Uh, For me, personally, you know, Dragon Ball, when people think of Dragon Ball, it's, like, this fighting thing. Like, I'm stronger than you and huge fireballs and all this crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of the stuff that I really loved about Dragon Ball was, like, when Dragon Ball started, it was kind of more similar to Dr. Slump, where there's these funny funny gags and, uh, you know, it's, it's like, like mischief. goofy
0: adventures and weird creatures and stuff like that. And that's... um, R.I. also... Does appear in in Dragon Ball and a couple of like little cameos and stuff. Yeah, the shows. And um, but usually is a joke character. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I was so glad whenever I found out about that because I literally whenever I first saw this mascot, I was like, "That is an Akira Toriyama ass character." <laughs> nice. And We're then and awesome. then I then I looked it up and I was like, "Oh, oh, it actually is an Akira Toriyama character." Yeah, yeah. I think it looks it looks kind of like um like a younger version of um. Luca from Chrono Trigger. Oh yeah, sure. Like the with the purple hair and the glasses. Yeah, yeah,
1: I totally get that. Um the other thing I i like to mention too and we talked about this here and there on the podcast is that I feel like Toriyama was very influenced by a lot of Hong Kong cinema oh, from yeah. this right, era. Right. And it's really cool to me to see, you know, this kind of come full circle where it's like Jackie mm. Jackie is now dressed as a Toriyama character, whereas, like, Toriyama used characters like you know like snake in the eagle shadow inspired characters from dragon ball and it's yeah, just really yeah, cool totally. for me to see that and actually it's funny too because for for a long time i had thought that i had already seen this film but it was actually this and i wonder if other people have had this experience i saw twinkle twinkle lucky stars i didn't realize i hadn't seen oh, my lucky stars for a really long time and um uh, when I finally saw it, it was, it was like mid-2000s, I think. And uh, I started watching it and I was like, well, wait, I've never seen this movie. And this is, I've mm-hmm. already been in into anime and stuff and I have my own taste. But like seeing that happen, like, well, this was like this awesome gem that I hadn't seen before. <laughs> <laughs> and that I got to yeah. see like, you know, Jackie as Arale-chan was so, so cool to me and um yeah
2: even and there are definitely some behind the scenes photos where you can see jackie with the mask off mm-hmm. um and the outfit on and oh those are super fun
1: and the fight choreography he's he's in you know the outfit doing some really cool fight choreography
2: yeah and so we're, so we're kind of outside in the theme park and then um samuel gets kind of pulled into uh, almost like a like a Japanese kind of haunted house attraction sort of thing. Yeah. And Jackie's right on his heels. And then we get into some really kind of crazy, almost abstract stuff. Like what is real, what isn't. And the movie doesn't stop to kind of like ask questions or really Mm -hmm. grapple with it much, but it's super fun. And, um, yeah, it makes for something really unique because it's not like this period. Um, you know ghost story kind of thing it's like very much modern day and like quasi animatronic and um like you're saying carlos jack is in a mascot <laughs> outfit and then still doing like weapons fighting it's mm-hmm. ah man the whole thing's awesome yeah, it's and incredible. also sammo's like directorial flair in this whole sequence is beautiful mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. yeah
0: it's cool some of the weird like some of the weird colors and stuff in this scene and like like the smoke everywhere feels almost more like the like some of the nineties kind of stuff like the oh yeah um like like Dutch angles and you know yeah some everywhere really, stuff.
2: there's some really um kind of special moments on just like the filmmaking and um staging and framing and cinematography side that we haven't kind of called out, but yeah, you'll definitely notice when you watch the movie.
1: Um, for me, I think it's really cool too because you've got Jackie. He's got he ends up with using a sword and he has his gun. So you see him almost like yeah. dual wielding. He almost <laughs> he reminds me of like Dante in Devil May Cry in the shot. Oh. He's got the gun in one hand and the sword in the other. That's pretty fun.
0: I was gonna pull a way dumber video game and say, "Did you ever play Red Steel?" <laughs> oh, for the
1: for the, for Wii? the
0: Wii. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah
2: yeah nice the whole
0: point of that was that you have you have a sword and a gun yep. and like swing the Wii remote like a sword yeah awesome. it's also
2: cool like it's it's all very like non-verbal and it's mm-hmm. um like to your point earlier matthew that this could almost be pulled from another movie that doesn't exist it really feels that way you're not used to seeing jackie depicted as this kind of mysterious mm. hero. Yeah. And boy, it works. Um he's also it's also very violent. Um Yeah, he's straight he up is. killing people. a Kills long all kinds string of, dudes. of killing people. Yeah.
0: He's like getting he's going down this hallway where people are like reaching through the the paper uh, like the, paper yeah, the, rice doors, paper the rice paper windows and yeah. stuff. And he's just like a person grabs him from behind and he just stabs him from behind. I feel like this is like a Uh, chambara like samurai movie you'd see like blood gushing through through the window or something yeah
1: totally totally i also feel like okay the at the beginning when you abuse when they're fighting the ninjas at the very beginning of the movie the the cinematic language seeing it in the 80s and seeing it this kind of fun action it reminds me of tokusatsu and then Oh, sure. Seeing this scene with like, you know, these elaborate sets and this haunted house and, uh, you know, ninjas again, you've got sword fighting and uh, it all reminds me of tokusatsu cinema. So I I really got a kick out of that.
2: And yeah, I get that. It, it, and then I love when we give way to the like the the winter yeah. um, uh, scene or whatever. And just just awesome choreography. And also just visually, it's really stunning. Mm-hmm. This is great. It feels just
0: like a whole bunch of uh, like Sammo just wanted to try out a bunch of stuff. It's like mm-hmm. almost like an experimental Kung Fu movie. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's like Jackie, while I've got yeah, there, really is this sense, I think, that Sammo has ideas for Jackie as a leading man that maybe no one else does. And, mm-hmm. you know, from this point onwards, he doesn't really have that many bites at the apple. You know, what little did he know, maybe? Um, and really, in this sequence in My Lucky Stars, I think you're totally right, Matthew. It's kind of like this, like, spinning kaleidoscope of trying out these different motifs with Jackie. And they're all awesome.
1: Yeah, it's it's great. Um, this uh, sequence leads Muscles into the main layer. And um, here we see that Sammo's kind of being held. And he's got his own cool outfit, too. He's got, like, this yellow sweater
2: kind of kind of of like maybe a game of death yeah yeah.
1: sure Um, (laughs) i was thinking
0: that
2: too i like
1: that um so uh he's captured and they're gonna take him to his jail cell which they actually have like these jail cells this this villain's lair is almost its own tokusatsu set
2: (laughs) yeah when we see the cell that yunbiu is in and that's another aerial shot it's awesome it looks like it's from a cartoon
1: yeah it looks like he's trapped in it castle tower or something
0: <laughs> um but you're totally right this does this looks it reminds it's like a cross between a togusatsu thing and the finale from yes madam yeah Where it's like this big open room with like a balcony and, and stuff
1: yep and the balcony comes into play during the fight sequence as well just like in yes madam and we've got dick way and oh man yeah dick way versus yeah. Jackie chan guys like this oh, is <laughs> so crazy. Yeah, yeah. the fighting. He looks
0: great. real Bruce Lee here too. Oh, I love yeah. his, I like his outfit.
1: It's like almost yeah, like a Japanese suit. like uh, school outfit. In a... Yeah, and he's got this little braided ponytail too that doesn't need <laughs> to exist, but it just makes him look distinct and yeah. it looks. Really yeah, it just cool.
2: gives more visual interest
0: and. And Jackie's just
2: fighting so hard here. This isn't the like um hit him on his knuckles and he shakes them. Ooh, ow, I'm hurt. Like Great. Right. Yeah. Know, the things yes. that we so know and, and love about Jackie, but it's also not that he's like the unstoppable Superman. He's really in peril and he's mm-hmm. um he's just moving amazingly and fighting so hard like he's fighting for his life. Again, there's the Yeah, the Jackie sequences with Sama are just are just different than anything else in his career.
1: Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. I could I could watch it all day. Um, yeah, Dick and Samo's
2: fighting too is just yeah uh, again so powerful. Like, <laughs> I, I think at the beginning of the fight, there's this. uh It's like serious. It's just uh, like this jump kick followed by some other kicks and punches. And if you go back and play the jump kick, it's like dude gets air. Yeah, like, I also I mean, we've talked <laughs> about it a lot. But like, Samo can. It's unbelievable how Samo can move. I
1: feel yeah. so bad for that stunt, man. <laughs> mm. <laughs> he's gonna yeah. he's like, yeah. You're gonna just look away. I'm gonna jump kick you right in the back. Don't worry. <laughs> it's like yeah,
2: okay.
0: Because
2: nah, <laughs> we know like if you were in a Samo production, like he's he's going to make real contact with you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: There's there's one other great gag with the five lucky stars where Sammo, like they all get out and they are facing down. They do like their goofy poses. (laughs) Um, And then as the the goons get closer, then all of them just hide behind Sammo.
1: Yeah, it's funny. (laughs)
2: Yeah, that's great.
1: I do really like that um, Charlie gets to do his, like, very elaborate, like, kung fu poses still a little bit. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a sequence earlier in the movie where they're in the hotel room where he's practicing those poses. I thought that was really funny. Oh, yeah. And um, Richard Ng does his, like, snake style (laughs) in
2: in this film. So he has the
1: (laughs) snake hand up, but he also flicks his tongue out like a snake. It's a funny I little I like bit. when
2: they're all cornering Paul Chang like that and then he kind of runs away. Oh, that's my um, favorite. Yeah. You see good. a little shot where uh Eric's character is like trying to jump over this rail and fall and and you might forget it but like Eric started as a stuntman and that's like a real It like, looks great. legit stunt mm-hmm. and you just love how he plays it off where he's you know, he's not trying to look impressive, it's just like whatever the scene needs, you know.
0: Yeah
1: it It all works really well, like like you said, like these guys don't really get much to do <laughs> in this movie, but um, in the action sequences they use them perfectly,
2: yeah, and also it's it's really smart to kind of have like, oh, let's chase after Paul Chang, we're kind of not wondering where they're at mm-hmm. um and there's some really good almost like uh Star Wars parallel <laughs> action. <laughs> kind of thing um going mm-hmm. on um we kind of have our team up so we talked about jackie and dick way um and then sybil who's character finds this like tower dungeon that we talked about that ricky yunbu's character is in there's this great little beat where he's like unlock me and the camera stays on them and he just taps sybil who on the shoulder <laughs> and he just like look <laughs> up oh this is great <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's really fun. So now we get to see uh Michiko uh she gets her own sequence and I love how uh Sybil's like, yeah, let's let's go. Like she's 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 shocked by her appearance, but she's also ready to fight, and I think yeah. that's really cool.
2: Yeah, so in Michiko like she kind of disrobes like her traditional garb yeah. and she's wearing this like leotard, and yeah, this is what you've probably seen before. She's cause she did have this bodybuilding background. She's Mm -hmm. so strong. It's amazing.
0: And she, yeah, she strikes this amazing pose. It's like just, it's just literally just a a pose. She would strike for like a a bodybuilding magazine or something. Mm -hmm. It's great.
2: And it's awesome. They're they're fighting down this corridor, which is really cool. Um, Also the, just the, the staging of this layer is really compartmentalized in kind of a, a nice way I feel like they play with this in um and the dragon's forever finale where there's really good kind of like demarcation yeah. of the that final layer so it's easy to kind of follow uh like these cuts and you know as you're going to these like simultaneous fights and everything. Mm-hmm.
1: So there's a a funny thing that uh, Michiko says is the moment where she does that kind of ground toss to Sybil. That's actually Yumbyu doubling for her for that throw. Oh, cool! <laughs> yeah, wow, that's great. <laughs> yep yeah, she she had a couple of little tidbits like that. Oh, Yumby also doubles for Dick Way in uh, some of the, like the big stunts. Oh yeah. Um.
2: I think there's a Jackie double he does in one moment too. I can't remember.
1: Yeah, we also I didn't mention, but there's like a couple of shots in the film where you see Yunhua. He's among the goons. you'll, yeah. you'll see him at the and beginning. Also of the with movie.
2: him is is Samo's brother actually.
1: Oh, is... Samo's brother. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, there's
2: uh, if there's a like the kind of the last shot when we're in the exterior at the theme park. There are those two goons in the fedoras and one is Yuanwa and the other guy is Sam's brother and um you might do a double take for a second because he's uh he's a lot thinner built than Samo but from that angle it kind of looks like there's like two Samos
1: That's awesome. I'm definitely going <laughs> to watch for that. Wow, I missed that. I'm sorry. <laughs> um so uh the fight is escalating, right? We've got our our arc of finale fighting and um you see Samo fighting against lao gar wing which also is really amazing and there's a Dude, really a great uh great fight. final uh stunt oh where, yeah a uh, guy gets knocked through the table and uh mm-hmm. in the ngs you can see uh, how they set that up so the the stunt man's actually doing like a running like kind of cartwheel cartwheel then a flip to make the height for that fall and they edit the beginning of that out but um, in the NGs, you see that the dude gets pretty hurt and they all come over by wow. him. Yeah, so dude, That's amazing. It makes that sense. It looks painful. Yeah. It, yeah, the, the, the thing, when you see the movie, the version that we watch, it ends on a freeze frame and then the credits play. But I guess in the Japanese version of the film, they used NGs and they showed them. But even yeah. more... And this
2: is really kind of at the dawn of it because I think Project A is the first... Yeah, Jackie film with NGS. So the um,
1: the other thing is, I I think this is like a Japanese, like appealing to the Japanese market because the other video that I saw is like an even more extended clip of NGS where they're showing you more than just the stunts; they're showing a lot of behind the scene footage too, and it's all got Japanese narration. So I feel like this might have been used for a LaserDisc release or a DVD release that. Uh, we didn't get, but um, well, I'll definitely share that oh, on awesome. the blog post too. But it's really fun to see all of that, and um, of course, we all, we always want to see more of the the crew <laughs> having fun, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: And that that video you posted is beautiful. Like it's a really yeah. good scan. Yeah,
1: it's like a 2K transfer off of a 35 millimeter print. So
2: it's yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, oh, dude, it's, that's amazing. Nice. Really and, yeah, it's. I don't think we've explained it probably for many podcasts but yeah NGS stand for no goods right you know, no goods mm-hmm. yeah it's booths, like outtakes, outtakes.
0: yeah yep. <laughs> i love no goods. <laughs> yeah
1: so the the ladies crash into the main uh area of our um evil base and there's a funny bit where uh samuel grabs sybil and she's like tells him that uh Michiko's tough you know and he's like looks at her all sternly and she does her flex and he he like whips a a punch at her and she like <laughs> yeah. cartoonishly falls to the ground which is really funny
2: like right on her back yeah it's like whoa yeah in the end inter- yeah those those looks of Samo, those those must be gifts like the yeah. internet needs that like there's mm-hmm. one with he just kind of like shakes his head and then he like w- wags his finger yeah yeah
1: <laughs> yep
2: these will improve
1: (laughs) um michiko in her interview she was really hoping to get like a fight sequence uh for uh, between one of the guys right so she was pretty uh frustrated that she wasn't able to and uh and i think it was in the commentary see see i must have been in and out because some of the stuff i missed that you were you were bringing up um she uh that what the commentary track says that there was supposed to be a fight, but there wasn't enough time to do it. So similar to yeah. Shanghai Express, where we could have got something really legendary, uh, it was sacrificed because of time. Mm-hmm.
2: And you have to imagine they, they, they. If there had been more time, they probably would have wanted to do, to do something with the three of them together. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, um,
1: uh, the finale of uh, Jackie versus Dickway is is really great too. They're fighting up on the balcony. Every movement, every shape that they make, you know, yeah. it just looks so good. And the the kinetic, like, the energy behind it is so strong.
2: And, it, and all the acrobatic stuff, mm-hmm. like, around the railing of the balcony, yes. too, is super exciting super
1: yeah. super exciting and it ends with uh dickway getting tossed off the balcony onto the ground that actually isn't yunbu that's uh chin carlock that's doing that stunt
2: oh dude yeah. good call and yeah at that at that point at the very end of the fight uh ricky Yoonbu's character joins in so we have um kind of this short little burst with you know Jackie Yun and Dick Wei
1: and yeah and Lam ching great. Ying too. I love oh, so like oh yeah really. Oh sorry,
2: no, that's against Lam ching Ying. Yeah,
1: yeah. it's funny yeah. because you know the the whole basic point of the movie from the get go is that they were after him, and it's like the very end of the movie. Then he shows mm-hmm.
0: up. The, then they remember yeah, what the like, movie oh, was, yeah, about. That's what it was about. Yeah.
1: I like, and so it's actually like yeah. Lam ching Ying's whole like thing where when they crash into the by where jackie is there's this funny moment where lam ching ying's on the run and then he like pauses and they like he says what does he say he's like i forget he asks Yumbi a question and then he does this like funny shrug he's like "Eh," and then he like <laughs> starts to <the> fight <laughs> i i think that that works really well damn i should
2: oh that's great should...
0: oh he says something like like if you're like salaried or something. Yeah, like it's like, that. why
1: are you putting in such an effort your salary or yeah. something?
0: <laughs> uh, yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: it's really good.
2: And then I like that um, Lam ching is trying to almost like jump away and then Jackie grabs him, but then like he spins around to like kick you and it's, yeah, there's some really fun stuff. I mean. <gasps> I just,
0: I sorry, I just, uh, I kind of went back and forth between the dub and the <laughs> original audio. <laughs> and in the dub... And when that in that bit where he asks about the salary, he says that's a nice sweater there. Where'd you get it?
1: My mother made it for me. No way. They start fighting. That's hilarious. Oh, that's, awesome. that's like mystery science theater dialogue.
2: Yeah, you imagine like the voiceover crew asking, like, why are all these dudes in sweaters? Oh, super fun. Oh, that's great. But yeah, so they end up chasing Lam Ching Ying's character. Um jackie and view and he hits a roadblock which is like Samo in this amazing it's almost mm-hmm. fisheye because the camera is so close yeah. it's like a mm-hmm. like a goaltender or something yes yeah yeah um, yeah
1: that's really funny oh uh,
2: it's yeah. awesome but yep we're wrapping up real quick like this mm-hmm. scene ends pretty fast and this is this is i think one of two shots where um Jackie and Yunbu and Sammo are, are in it together. Um, and then we cut immediately to the kind of like escort them all out to the squad car, um, to the squad cars. And this is the second shot, but they're not in the frame at the same time. It's just the camera keeps running. (laughs) Yunbu gets into a car and, um, and then Jackie and Sammo show up and we get some of this like, yeah, don't call me next time, you know? Yeah. Um, and, uh, like I wouldn't ride in a squad car. <laughs> so Sam gets to kind of like have it out of Jackie. And there's a sweet little moment where the five lucky stars are kind of, you know, giving looks to Jackie as they walk away and he's mowing something over and then he ends up rejoining them and kind of initiates that little, uh, nursery song from, yeah from earlier. With Mount Fuji in the
0: background. And is the same with of course Mount Fuji in the background. <laughs> and there's an awesome an awesome uh like whenever they're throwing their like rock, paper, scissors, then there's the freeze frame for the credits.
1: Really fun. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. That's my look at stars.
0: No, the I will say the there is a lot in the movie that kind of drags and is kinda I don't know, kinda takes a little too long. But that that again, the opening and the finale feel like it feels like they had those two things in mind, mm-hmm. but they didn't have. They did, basically they didn't have Jackie for long enough to make a full movie. So, so they had the rest of the movie yeah. uh, to fill in the middle. Like that's what it feels like. Y-
1: yeah,
2: you know, and you you get the sense too. It's almost like making a better product for your customers, and that is how a lot of these guys approached it. I mean, I think. Sometimes there's a little bit of friction when those of us in the West are looking at what they've done in terms of art. It is art. Absolutely. Mm. Um, But that's not necessarily the mindset that, that these dudes had when going, going into it. You know, we've talked about how there's almost no sense of film preservation at all. There's the (laughs) thought that these things are going to come out. No one will ever watch it again. (laughs) um, Which thankfully, is not true. Um, And so, yeah, I I think you have to imagine there was some kind of feedback to winners and sinners where it's like, yeah, you got Jackie on the poster. You even put Yun Buu on some of the posters. It was kind of a cheat, man. And (laughs) here Sammo is really giving you full-fledged, like, top-of-his-power Jackie Chan. It's just, like you're saying, Matthew, there's not enough for... Um, not enough time to make a whole movie out of it um, but damn you can't fault them because this is yeah this is incredible and um, I expect a lot of Jackie fans have probably overlooked m- my lucky stars Um, you really owe it to yourself to check yeah. it out it's it's must watch yeah I was thinking
1: about this a little bit and it's kind of like you know like I don't in the Godzilla movie, everybody wants to see Godzilla doing stuff. But when you watch (laughs) a lot of the old Godzilla movies, it's like you'll see Godzilla at the beginning, then there's all this like people doing stuff, and then you'll get you know, it's kind of that same pacing where it's like you kind of have to put yourself in a mindset. But the thing about it is you're not that's not you're not expecting it. When you see Jackie and you see Samo and stuff, you're expecting action and fighting and stuff. So you're not really set up to deal with all of the stuff that's not what you want um well i guess in a godzilla yeah. movie you're expecting godzilla right but i don't know it's, it's just trying <laughs> and to- also
2: it's um you know i think it may take some like exposure to to really appreciate the non-action stars mm. and i like the term you use it's like my heroes three powers or whatever yeah. um mm. to get you know, to get to this place where it's like, oh, you're really excited to see Richard Ng on screen um, and because he's awesome. But I think part of what um, what can make that transition difficult for folks that are coming into Hong Kong cinema via Jackie Chan is, let's say, take take any of the films where Jackie and Samo and biu are the focus together They're also incredibly funny Mm -hmm. and those gags really work. Mm -hmm. So, uh, it's, you know, it's a luxury problem, this embarrassment of riches that like (laughs) these guys are good at all of it. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I think a, a lot of folks have the lucky stars films kind of on their, on the sort of bottom of their watch list. Um, but yeah, make sure you don't miss this movie.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, this movie is a ton of fun, and and again is like a it's like a it's it's like a secret Jackie Chan movie. <laughs> but thank you so much for listening to our show. If you like the show, then you can leave us a review Whatever you're listening to this on. You can leave a comment whenever you post this on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. We are at here's the number three podcast on all three of them.
1: Oh, and so, we're, uh, we're on Spotify else.
0: also. Oh, and we're on Spotify now. Yeah, you Ooh, might be listening to us yeah. on Spotify, and if you are, awesome. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad glad you were able to join us. Thank you. So, Carlos, what is our training for next week?
1: Here we are, continuing our Lucky Stars films, and we're going to be looking at Twinkle, Twinkle, Lucky Stars. This came out in the same year, later that year. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> really crazy to think. But, um, yeah, it's, this is like, a, it's almost like a summer vacation Lucky Stars film. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, we get a lot of our same characters. Actually, John Sham comes back. And we're swapping him out, I guess, in a way for Charlie Chin because Charlie Chin does show up for a little bit of the film, but he he's it's more of a cameo, and yeah, it's more uh,
2: like, dude, you've gotta connect to your schedule. We're all going on this awesome vacation, yeah,
1: um, <laughs> <laughs> um we'll get to see Richard Ng naked again. That's fun, right. <laughs> It's always good <laughs> and we'll get to see jackie versus dick way again um we'll, oh very cool yeah so uh yeah it's, it's another good time richard norton yasuaki kurata like yeah yeah it's uh more more lucky yeah. stars madness it's well until be
0: next week where we're taking a look at twinkle twinkle lucky stars i'm matthew i'm marty i'm carlos and we are the heroes three remember your training